This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Good morning, especially to everybody listening in Hamilton, cruising down Barton Street East, which is the worst road in Ontario. Hey. You're number one. Oh. Barton Street East, worst road in the entire province. Not good, not good. And it's only getting worse. Um, I think it started out on this list, uh, I think like a few years ago, as in fifth place. It emerged on the list, fifth place, fifth worst road in Ontario. And you'd think, Jim, that would be enough to light a fire under the city's butt. We don't want the reputation of having the worst road in Ontario in Hamilton. Sure. Let's fix it. But that's not what they've done. <laughs> no. The following year, then it was third worst, and now hard fought battle, first worst. This is a survey done by CAA, uh, Worst Roads Across Ontario, Top 5, Carling Avenue in Ottawa, County Road 49 in Prince Edward County is number four. Man, that's got to be bad. County road, like you kind of expect a county road to be in rough shape. Yeah. Some gravel, some potholes, like that's just par for the course. I wonder if uh, in Prince Edward County it's considered quaint, you know. Oh, look at this old road by wine country. Isn't that nice? Barker Street in Prince Edward County. Oh, PEC getting some, (laughs) some love too in the top five. On this list, Eglinton Avenue West in Toronto and then Barton Street East in Hamilton is is the worst road in Ontario. Uh, some people on the uh, Y108 Facebook page saying, half of Hamilton roads are atrocious. Crazy considering we pay uh, some of the highest property taxes in the province and all of our roads are crap. Jennifer and Steve say, and they're repaving the 406 again, which has no problems. Go figure. Uh, Kimberly says, a great honor for Hamilton. (laughs) And Ted goes, the plan is actually to let all the roads disintegrate into gravel. And then all we need to go go back is grade them and then dump more gravel on top of them occasionally. Is that the plan? (laughs) According to Kim, or sorry, according to uh, Ted, it is. Ted got a little inside scoop, maybe? (laughs) The photos do look bad. I haven't driven down it in a while, but uh, the photos that they use, it's all potholes, the water all along the all along the like where the sidewalk would be. It's 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 in it's rough atrocious. shape. It's not good. Well, now do you fix it or do you uh, continue? Uh, you make it a tourist attraction and come to Hamilton and drive down the worst road in Ontario. Test your suspension. <laughs> You know, go to African Lion Safari one day, the next day come into the city and... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Put your seatbelts on, kids! This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Seeing people online down in the U.S. getting excited because the uh, strawberry frosty is being added to the Wendy's menu down there. Hmm. Uh, The article I'm looking at says that uh, we had the strawberry frosty in Canada... Do you remember this? No, I, I, I've only been aware of the vanilla and chocolate. Right. Well, apparently at some point somewhere in Canada you could get a strawberry frosty and now it's moving it down to the United States. But they're taking the vanilla off the menu for a limited time so they can accommodate the strawberry. How, there's no way strawberry is more popular than vanilla. 
This is this is a bad mistake. I I only know because of Neapolitan ice cream. It goes chocolate goes first, and then the vanilla disappears, and then begrudgingly, always the strawberries the last. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, maybe I'll uh, give one a try if I can cross the border. <laughs> Get your vaxes up to date and grab a strawberry frosty. Is it worth crossing the border for? Have you tried the Wendy's breakfast yet, Jim? No. What's what's all on that menu? Well, they've got a breakfast baconator. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, bacon for breakfast, you know, well, kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, and you have toast. So there's the bun. You got like a sausage patty, bacon, sausage egg, patty, and bacon. I know you love your sausage patty. There's lots of cheese on there. They got like a home fry uh, option if you want to combo it up. I had one of the croissants a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Breakfast croissant from Wendy's. It was good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I did never picture a croissant coming out the Wendy's drive through window before, but here we are. Maybe they need to, to get uh, a celebrity endorsement like Tim Hortons in order to raise the profile of their breakfast. Mm. Biebs is back, huh? Yeah, yeah. They need like the Ariana Grand Slam or something like that. <laughs> That's Denny's, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ariana Grande Slam. <laughs> Ariana Grande Slam. Have you tried the uh, the new Biebs brew? This is cold brew, right? Cold coffee. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of cold coffee. I I don't know if I will try it. They really found something that worked for him, and they've latched onto it tight, haven't they? Oh, Bieber, yeah, he is. He, I mean, that that Tim Biebs thing was an all-time sales product for Tim Horton, so no doubt they're going back to the well, but it's all they got right now. How long until it's no longer called Tim Horton's and it's just called Justin Bieber's? <laughs> Here's another fast food story for you. For Gay Pride Month, which is this month, Burger King has debuted a new Pride Whopper in its Austria restaurants. It's just like a normal Whopper, but to promote equality, it comes with two equal buns. So you're either getting two top buns or two bottom buns oh, okay. on your Whopper. They're basically forcing people to say whether or not they're a top or a bottom at the <laughs> drive-thru. <laughs> Is that what it is? Which would you go? I'm not saying. I'm saying specifically bun oh. bun wise. Would you rather have two top buns or two bottom buns? Two hamburger bun tops, I think. Yeah, Wouldn't I guess you? so. If they have sesame seeds on them, you want to go top, right? Yeah, and they're fluffier, softer, soaking a little more grease. Well, you, I don't know. I are like you the a rigidity. Bottom? Yeah, I like the rigidity of the bottom. You know, well, we're a good pair, buddy. <laughs> We need to go to every every barbecue this summer. You yeah. and I are going. You take my tops, I'll take your bottoms. <laughs> Burger King saying that the Pride Whopper is uh, to support equal love and equal rights. There's been a bit of a backlash online. Even members of the LGBTQ community are saying this is hilarious. This bothers me. They're, it's a sh- sign of goodwill. They're just trying to be supportive, and you know, it's no different than putting a rainbow on a beer can. You're just yeah. saying we're, you know, we're we're supporting you. Yeah, Why you got to complain. I don't think they're complaining. I think they're like, it's pretty funny that. <laughs> The gay whopper (laughs) (laughs) exists and it's either a top or a bottom. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. You saw the video, Jim, that you shared on the Facebook page. I also saw you tweeted out yesterday. You're a little obsessed with this one. This is terrifying. (laughs) This is a video of an orangutan at what appears to be a zoo. And I read three articles about it and nobody can really 
trace down what zoo exactly this is. Or what if country it's, even it's in. it's a legal zoo, I don't know what exactly is going on. Well, we brought this up, I think, yesterday on the show. Uh, should people be able to own exotic animals? Yes. <laughs> and if you watch this video, it kind of leans towards no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, you know that the Planet of the Apes movies, that trilogy, the new Planet of the Apes trilogy, is like the best three movies in a series that I've seen in the past 20 years. Yeah, all all quality. All, all solid very good. movies. And this video goes to prove that they got it right. I think the apes would win. <laughs> well, this ape in particular, there's one part that really freaked me out. Basically what's happening here is there's this guy standing in front of the cage. Uh, the orangutan uh, reaches out and uh, grabs his shirt so he can't get away. And then it reaches out its other hand to grab his shirt. And, he, and he, now he's getting closer to the cage. It pulls him right next to the cage. And then what else comes out of the cage? The foot of the orangutan. And it like wraps around his leg. So he's got three hands on him. Basically. Like the monkey foot, right? So it's got fingers on it, essentially. So this guy is stuck. There's another... I don't know, zoo employee trying to rip him away from the monkey. It's not working. The video cuts out before we see what happens. It's easy to judge when you're not in that situation yourself, but the first thing I thought, when the when it grabs his shirt, I'm like, why don't you just slide out of your shirt, man? Yeah, yeah. If, if he knew what kind of trouble he was in, then for sure, but I think you probably think, oh, this monkey's just playing. And once he gets him by the leg... He, he basically lifts the guy up sideways halfway up the cage. Yeah. Like he's, and then it just cuts out. We don't know what happened to him. I figure he got pulled in the cage but bent backwards, you know, so his spine bent the wrong <laughs> way. <laughs> no, but they do say that these orangutans are as strong as seven people combined. I don't know if that means like that they can lift that much or if they're just their grip strength is that good. Which seven people? Seven children? Because <laughs> seven people is a lot of people. Are you and I included in yeah. there? <laughs> or like an average normal adult man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I don't know if this is just like a guy's private zoo or something like that. It does look a little sketchy. The, to be honest. the It's rebar welded yeah, together. Yeah, it looks suspiciously like green rebar. It's like a homemade zoo. And if that's the fact, then good. I'm glad this orangutan grabbed this dude, scared the heck out of him. Or maybe killed him or broke his leg. We don't know. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the problem with these videos that just appear in your timeline yeah. <laughs> with no context. If you want to see uh, a good example of why you should stay away from the cages, go over to the Taz and Jim Facebook page right now. You're listening to Taz and Jim. And now, the winner is Peacock. I want to see your Peacock. 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 Your Peacock. Your Peacock. Cool peacock, cool peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? peacock? Time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. As you predicted, Dev, the Tampa Bay Lightning have seen their window against the Rangers and they smashed through it last night. The Eastern Conference Finals is now a best of three after Tampa Bay beat New York 4-1 to one last night. They promised to play with a greater sense of urgency and they've done that. And now this is a series where home ice advantage is crucial. Who can win on the road? Because every team so far has won at home and New York does have home ice advantage 
stretch in this series. They're eight and one at home. Tampa Bay has shown they are very capable of winning on the road. And I stand by my prediction that Tampa Bay is going to win this series. New York has surprised, but Tampa Bay just has that championship spirit. They were they were punched in the face and they have now responded by punching right back. Let's jump over to the OHL, the Hamilton Bulldogs, just crushing it, hammering the competition up until this round. They hadn't lost a game, but now the uh, Windsor Spitfires are giving them quite the test. Yeah, well, speak of being punched in the face, the Hamilton Bulldogs are really in a a situation where they have not really faced any adversity this season. They have crushed it. They crushed it during the regular season. They crushed it in, you know, 2022 in general, basically never losing. And they've crushed it in the playoffs to date. Then they meet the Windsor Spitfires, a very good team in their own right. And they have given the Hamilton Bulldogs a run for their money. 2-1 series deficit is nothing that can't be overcome come if you're the Hamilton Bulldogs but the question is how do you respond to that adversity we've seen how Tampa Bay has responded can Hamilton do the same you predicted this I got to give you credit Dev you said hey the, the Bulldogs definitely the favorite to win the Memorial Cup they are the best team in the CHL right now but the concern is when things are going great for you you don't really have to think about how is this team going to react if things start going bad? Yeah, I mean, you just get so comfortable and so used to things happening how you diagram them that you don't get used to being uncomfortable on the ice, and they're a little bit uncomfortable right now. Well, hopefully that changes Friday night. Thanks, buddy. Ka-ka. How about the, uh, the princes at the Queen's Jubilee last week? You had uh, Prince Louis and Prince George, right? Yeah, that's I know George for sure. William and Kate's kids. Prince Louis, the younger one, he was sitting next to uh, to Kate, and he was giving his mom <laughs> a lot of attitude. It's funny to see people like she, she's a terrible mother. How could no. she let her kid behave like that? No, the kid's like three. He looks very young. You know who says that kind of stuff? People who don't have kids. I can remember, for example, being at an airport or on an air airline flight and kids would be misbehaving before I had kids. And I'd be like, oh, these parents are terrible. Now that I have kids, you just give them the nod like... I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that you're doing everything you can. Sometimes... You can't spank them anymore. Like, what's she going to do? Get the royal spankers up there? To- oh, <laughs> how did awesome. The royal guard comes up. All official spanks them. The kid stole the show, though. He's sticking his tongue out at his mom. He's uh, he's putting his hand over her mouth, trying to silence her yeah. during the Jubilee. And he did a very old school move that was almost like how I expect a royal child to behave. He did like the nose trumpet. I don't know if I've ever seen it in real life. You put your thumb on your nose, then wiggle your fingers back and forth. <laughs> That is just a classic na-na-na-na-na kid move. <laughs> like, I, honestly, I don't even know if I've ever seen a kid do that in real life. Louis, do not give mother the nose trumpet again. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this discussion. It's the not easy. It's not easy, man. I mean, like, I, I appreciated seeing the look on, on Kate's face because I feel like with my two kids, that's the look me and my wife have on our faces. Ninety percent of the time, <laughs> we're in public with our children. It's the 
I, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Let's not cause a scene. Yeah, if you start yelling at the kid or you start smacking the kid, people are going to look at you the wrong way. Yeah. Rightfully so, if you're hitting your kid in public. If you do nothing, people are going to judge you. It's a, it's a real lose-lose situation for any parent when their kid is misbehaving in public. Yes. And rarely, though, you know, public is one thing. On national television, you know the cameras are on Kate and her kid. Right? <laughs> it almost looked like she almost smirked, like was like smirking at it because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, she's kid, like, of course, yeah. this is when the kid misbehaves. It's like, somebody give that, that kid a bear paw or a... a uh, Go-Go Fruit Pack or something. An iPad, for gosh sakes. (laughs) This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Sobeys is going to be uh, jumping on board with the Scene Plus Loyalty Program. Hmm. You have a Scene card, Jim? My fiancé does and busts it out every once in a while. My wife also has a scene card. They love membership points, don't they? <laughs> Absolutely. Girlfriends and wives. She's got the winner's uh, loyalty card, yeah. winner's home sense. She's I'm got t- the scene loyalty. I'm telling you, I'm reaping all the benefits, though. Because you get like you can get like free snacks at the theater with the scene card. I don't know what else you could possibly get with it. Free movies. Okay. And I think you can get free stuff at any of their partners, so maybe you'll be able to get free groceries with your scene points. Hmm. It's not a bad deal. I know Harvey's. They, Harvey's does the Harvey's scene does points. Scenes? Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of places that you can use that that card at. So, hmm. uh, Sobeys moving forward is going to get on board with that. The LCBO. I do have Air Miles, but the LCBO switched over to the Aero Plan. And every time oh, now that's they, different. It's different. So every time oh. now they ask me for Aero Plan, I'm like, uh, sorry guys, you made a huge mistake. <laughs> I'll be taking my business elsewhere. Oh, wait, it's a monopoly? Okay. I'm an Air Miles man. <laughs> okay, so I just looked up where actually scene points are being used now. Uh, the Apple Store, Best Buy, you're right with Harvey's, Swiss Chalet, Montana's, Eastside Mario's, all those restaurants, Kelsey's, Palladium, Scotiabank. Wow, scene. Expanding. I've been just using it at the theater. Or maybe my girlfriend's been using all our points at Harvey's behind my back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this is, hey, hey, it's good news. With the price of everything, I guess if you can get uh, something for spending all that money. Sure. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen the new Top Gun yet, and you can see it for free, come on. <laughs> You're going tonight, aren't you? Oh, yeah, and I'm going to get some hot dog buns from Sobeys uh, before I sneak them in. (laughs) Get in to see the movie free. I'll take 9,000 hot dog buns, please. I'd like to get a free movie tonight. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This story, Jim, as a dog owner, I'm sure uh, this hits pretty close to home. In London, Ontario, um, a car was stolen. A guy stopped at a PetSmart ran in to buy some stuff for his dog, comes out, car is gone, dog was in the car. Mm-hmm. Not good. No, I guess he just picked up that dog a half an hour earlier. Like, they just got the dog, so they're getting, like, the first supplies for it at the Pet Smart. and then next thing you know, truck was stolen. Truck was his dad's truck, too, by the way, so this guy's having a rough go here. But... It was a one-and-a-half-year-old Mastiff Shepherd mix, weighing 60 pounds, wearing a red collar. 
and still still kind of small, still a pup. So if you see that dog uh, wandering on the side of the road or or anywhere at a pound, that that's probably this guy's dog. And it was a 2002 Chevrolet Silverado Black. Um, I would be furious. I would be so upset. You know, you hear every once in a while about a um, car getting stolen with a baby in the back, and that's yeah. obviously a nightmare. Oh, you hear him? <laughs> there was a story last week where a guy stole a car, and there was a kid in the back seat. He turned around, came back, and scolded the the parent for leaving the kid in the back of the car. He's like, "What? That? What an irresponsible <laughs> thing to do! Don't you know there's thieves out there?" <laughs> Uh, leave your kid in the car while you run into the store? What are you thinking, you idiot? Yeah. Well, it's one thing having a crying baby or a toddler who hates you in the backseat, but my dog would be licking the thieves' face. He'd be his best friend, which would bother me as well. And you think, think your dog would get over losing you 100%. pretty quickly? It would take him four days and like six treats, <laughs> and he would have a new best friend. But I wonder, this makes me wonder if he had the window cracked... Because you know you have to keep your your either your truck on doors locked with the AC going if it's a hot day or if you keep like a window cracked. I wonder if a thief saw the cracked window and saw the crime of opportunity there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Why the dog? The man wants to know. Uh, if you have any information, they're asking you to call London Police or Crime Stoppers. Uh, the truck again is a Silverado 2002. It's black with distinct orange trim around the hood and grill. License plate is AP44762. And the dog is a one and a half year old Mastiff Shepherd mix. Answers to the name Jax. All right. The dog's name is Jax. But yeah, that is a, uh, that's not a good day. I lose your truck and your dog all in one foul swoop. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.